going on, everyone? Welcome to this special edition of Bet to Win. I'm Claudia Bellafato. He's Joe Fan, and we are joined by a very special guest here in Las Vegas, Cincinnati Bengals legend, now WinBet ambassador, Chad Ochocinco. What's, What's going on, Chad? Thanks Nothing. for coming. No, thank you for having me. Life is great. It was a, it was a very short five-hour flight, so I didn't mind. I love a good short five-hour flight. <laughs> Chad, we, we met a, a couple of months ago, and this mm -hmm. was all starting for you as a WinBet brand ambassador. How's yes. it been, man? How have your picks been? Um, I think my picks, I'm, I'm hitting maybe about 90%. That's oh, true. wow. Yeah, <laughs> about 90%. That's, that's pretty good. I think people need to continue to believe in me because I'm really wrong and not just betting, just life in general. <laughs> You're gonna have to give us I some tips relate. because I Joe's like ten percent. If you're relate. if you're ninety, Joe's like ten percent. Yeah, serious? <laughs> I'm not ten, <laughs> but like kidding. not ninety. Right. No. Certainly not ninety. Right. But like we're trying to get hot. You know, the season's okay. still young. Yeah, it is. We're trying, it is. but it's hard. And me and Joe keep talking about this. There's no true like standout team right now. There's a lot of good teams, but then you have weeks where mm -hmm. you know the Texans might beat you or the Jags are going to beat mm -hmm. you. There's no really standout team right now. What do you make of just how the season has gone so far? Well, you know what? It's been very funny. It's been very funny for the Chiefs, for example. Obviously, with with me being a fan of Mahomes and having high expectations for them making the Super Bowl. Obviously, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm -hmm. not playing well, having lost two games in a row. The season has been very funny for the teams that we thought were going to do well. They haven't been doing well this year. And it's been pretty weird. But I think it's all about getting hot at the right time, not being hot at the beginning of the season, in the yeah. middle of the season mm -hmm. and then dying off. And we saw that with the Bucks last year, obviously. Yeah. They were a middle-of-the-road team yeah. at the halfway point and then mm -hmm. obviously get hot in the second half and, right. and then win the Super Bowl. I'm curious. There are so many teams that you look at, Carolina being one, Minnesota mm -hmm. being one, the Colts being one, where the record might not be great, but they're competitive every week. How right. do you decipher between the good teams that might not be great? Right. Um, because there's such a, a cluster in the middle mm -hmm. of the pack. The the Bengals and Raiders are great mm -hmm. examples where it's it is hard to differentiate. You Who's know, win. You know, I have no idea. I I do it based on matchups and mm -hmm. positions. I do it position wise, looking at the matchups and what each team has and who those individuals matchups that they have week to week and chances of them winning the individual matchups consistently and that's how I base who might win the game yep. when it's somewhat of a cluster we got the beep we got the beep yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. my bad I yeah, know yeah, we've been there we're slipping some words here you're fine Sorry. Uh, you make a good point though kind of just focusing on the matchups rather right. than the team as a whole right now there's a lot of standout players mm. a lot of young standout players mm -hmm. so how have you a guy who played for so mm -hmm. long how are you evaluating some of these younger guys right now? I mean, being able to do what they do, they've done so far, like Jamar Chase, mm. you know, who's one is he talked trash and said, <laughs> "I'm going to break every record that's been set yeah. at the receiver position," and actually going out there and just doing that right away off the off the rip, that's huge. That's big. As a rookie, my my rookie season, I had to feel my way around, understand, get get acclimated to the speed of the game, and just. You know, understand the offense. I didn't come into my own until my second year. So the fact that he hit the ground running right away his rookie year, mm. he's way ahead of the curve. What do you make of his skill set? I mean, obviously, he's, you know, mm -hmm. top 10 pick. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they targeted him for a reason. Yeah. You, we, when we talked yeah. in Miami, you mentioned me. He's gonna, the, the whole offense is going to be revolved around, around him. Around him, most definitely. And it has, and he's, he's produced. But mm -hmm. in terms of just his skill set, his ability, what impresses you most about him? You know what? The way he handled adversity in the preseason, mm. more than anything that he's done during the regular season, just the media hampering and, 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 and heckling him about the drop passes. You know, he was dropping so many balls during the preseason 
and the fact that a lot of people would have mentally gotten broken, mm-hmm. you know, with that with that happening, and the fact that he came out week one and acted like he did it on purpose just to fool everybody, <laughs> and like he's been on a tear, and I think I think that's that's really dope. What's me. what's one trait of his that is Ocho like, and what is one thing that that you say man, that maybe that's different than? How you played, how you approached the game, and I'm, the flair, any of it. We're not similar at all. Yeah. No, not not at all. Our DNA, our makeup is completely different. No size, just our styles of play. Nothing, nothing is. The what same. makes it different? Because I think it's easy. I mean, you know, I mean, not he's everybody's a, a, he's a, 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 he's a bigger. He's a, a a bigger receiver. Yeah. He's bigger body. Is there I any mean, receiver that does kind of remind you of you? Similar. Probably the way the way we move movements. Maybe Devontae Adams and Keenan okay. Allen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All, All right. about those quick feet. Yeah. Keenan Allen's a beast. Um, with this league and the, and the way you were obviously someone who had incredible flair mm-hmm. and style and all that, the touchdown celebrations, everything, uh, Claudia and I get frustrated every week when we are looking at these games, the taunting rules, and the, it's, they, oh, they take oh. so much out of <laughs> Cassius Marsh gets fined for looking at his former team's yeah, bench, yeah. even though the referee's bumping in him, all this. I mean, it's just – Referee it's, bumped him on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Checked him, yeah. him on purpose. What yeah. do you make of it? I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's gotten – I hate using the word soft, but it's gotten watered down. You know, they become, they, they become lenient in one area where, okay, you guys can celebrate, you can have fun now, but now the taunting, and it's just – it's so – so, I hate using the word soft, but that's what it is. Do you, so do you think it's worth it? Because I, and I, I've seen clips of just like periodically a bunch of different, whether it's CPR you were given to the football, mm. the many dances you had. Do you think it's worth it, like to get fined whatever amount of money it is? Just to, you want to have fun, right? That's yeah, part of the game. I, the, the game of football, this is what happened. I think I haven't been on many platforms and explained why I continue to do and play the game the way I felt it should be played because – Obviously, they feel they can control you when you, you make millions of dollars, but the NFL is about control. So they think what we value most is money. That's the point of them taking it because they feel that we can get them to get in line and act accordingly if we just take their money because that's all they play for. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact that the money is good, it's great, but I'm playing the game like I was a little kid. When I was a little kid, I wasn't getting paid. This is how I played when I was a little kid and in high school and junior high, and I'm going to keep doing it. The fact that you pay me millions of dollars is cool, and I'm at the highest level, but that's not why the f*** here, yep. <laughs> which is why I never stopped doing it. Yep. And at some point, I think they got the drift, and it got to the point where I was just mailing my fine money in ahead of time. Did you actually? Oh, yeah. Stop it. Oh, yes. You'd, you'd, you'd write I, a check. I, would, I, would write, I, would, I already knew where I was at. If I was going to have a repeat offense, I would just double it. I sent it ahead of time you to the league s- office. Yeah. Give me an example of that. Yeah, we need it. Like, uh, going into a game. If, you, if you look at some pictures, there are games where I'm wearing an orange chin strap. Yes. And there are games where I'm wearing a black chin strap. Mm-hmm. And that is against league rules, obviously. So I, if it was my second time to do it, I would just send in 10 grand instead of five because it would be my second offense. So it goes up each time. <laughs> there are games where That's I'm wearing, incredible. There, there are games where I'm wearing um, gold shoes that you can't do that. And so I would send the money in ahead of time because mm. I already know the fine letter coming Monday morning. <laughs> that's inc- I've never that heard is, of that. Have you ever? Yeah. Did you, does anyone else do that? There's no way anyone else no, does no. that. Because they don't. They're not. They don't want to lose the money. I just understood that I'm having fun, and I'm going to get the money back anyway, another way. So it didn't matter. Can, just sticking on this taunting rule real quickly. Like the two you hear is the, like the reasons why it's mm-hmm. a point of emphasis is a you don't they don't want things to escalate 
you know, in terms of getting it's chippy gonna, and fighting, whatever. Weird. And then two uh, is like, well, I got to be a good role model for the kids. The kids are watching. You guys set good examples. And to me, both of that is just a bunch of baloney. H- how fragile are egos in the NFL? Because that to me is like, it, it's you know like, it's not even NFL in the world in general. Yeah. Everything's fragile. Damn it. I keep cursing. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. You're fine. You get the dumb we button. Can bleep we can it. just bleep it all. Okay. I like the passion. Keep it let coming. Me, let me regroup. No cursing. Okay. Just the world in general. We're, we live in a society and we live in an era now where everything is extremely, extremely sensitive, including the sports we play, uh, baseball, the unwritten rules, the mm-hmm. bat flips. Oh, everybody cries. The taunting. Everything's soft. It's like in a minute we're going to be playing two-hand touch in the NFL because you can't hit anybody. Mm-hmm. But just, just the way it is right now. Hopefully it changes because I'm sick of watching it. It, it, makes the, it makes the game boring. I want to see people celebrate. Uh, what would you say you miss the most about playing? And, and aside from that, what is something, if you had to change something about when you played, is there anything do, that you can think of? No, I wouldn't do, do I wouldn't change a thing when I did. And actually, now that the fact that I'm done playing, there's some things I would have added to what I did on top of what I did, some just some great ideas that came about when I was already retired. Like what? Um, I, I don't remember right now. You know? But okay. I just, right. I, just, I, just <laughs> I believe know, you, I trust you. I just <laughs> thought if I had the opportunity to play again, there's some things that I would have done a little bit more, you know, over the top. You know, okay. That, that would have been dope. How personal were your matchups? I mean, you mentioned, again, we, we chatted in Miami. You talked about how you had guys' names in your locker of guys fun. you were looking forward to going against. Was, was there a, a, a favorite no. matchup? No favorite. Just, just week to week, it was fun. It was, a, it was a challenge for me because I put the pressure on myself by lashing out, not maliciously, lashing out in an entertaining way uh, to the opponent. And it, it was considered bullets in the board material. And... It's just I had to go out and perform. I didn't have a choice, and I, I enjoyed that. I, I welcomed that, and more so as a challenge to my opponent, whatever individual I had to deal with, you know, that week. Does that still exist today? You think? You think guys have to you that, know games? To that magnitude? No, I don't think anybody would do that. That's 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 putting a lot of pressure on yourself to perform. You have you have to rely on, you know, everyone else for everything to go right. Is that just how you're wired? Like, why was that a thing for you? Like, I, need, I needed it. I, it forced me to have to play at a high level week in and week out. Anyone ever get you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got, I got, got it sometimes. Most definitely. Who? Definitely. Uh, Revis obviously got me on the back end, on the back end of my career. And I lost one matchup, and I think in 2005, to Lee Bodden. Okay. Is there anyone you watch right now that you kind of wish you could put in your locker if you were still? Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Jalen? I don't know. I just, I just you like just him. Wanna take I just him want to take I just want to just be out there chatting and talking trash and mm-hmm. just going at him. Was anyone a better trash talker than you, or no. at least on par in the same ballpark potentially? Probably Fred Smoot. I'm not sure if you guys remember yep. Fred Smoot. Yeah, Smoot. He, he can talk. He can talk. <laughs> He'd be getting beat and he'd still be talking. He'd be getting beat yeah. and still talking. I love that. You did it the best, though. Uh, I want to ask you about your relationship with the media and, and mm. now that you're kind of outside of the game, <clears throat> what you think of the media, what questions are we, our reporters, kind of not asking that they should be asking players right now? Um, I think to me, as far as, as far as the media goes, I don't want to say it's somewhat scripted, um, but there's certain – I think the media already asked the tough questions. They, they ask the questions that are uncomfortable. They ask the questions that not just they want to know, that the people want to know. Mm-hmm. And I think they do a good job. They do a good job of, of covering the basis of what's important or what they may feel is important, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I think I think they do a, a pretty good job. I don't like the part where media bashes the players or they talk about the players when they have bad days or bad games. I, I know what it feels like, which is why I've never taken a position to be an analyst. Mm. Because I know what it's like to go into a slump. I know what it's like to drop a ball or have a bad game. And to sit up there as someone who used to be you and talk about you having I just I, I can't I can't do it. What was your relationship like with media when you played? I loved it. Yeah? I, I used them. I needed them. In what way? I needed them. Just in general, to, for one, for engagement, fan engagement, uh, to make their jobs easy and give them something to write about week in and week out. And it, it, was, it was fun. Did you ever talk to your teammates about, I mean, because a lot of players hate the media and mm -hmm. hate doing it, and they yeah, feel I'm like very, it's... I'm very sociable, though. I love, mm. I love to talk. I'm, I'm a social butterfly. I'm, I'm, I'm a little different. <laughs> All right. I like that. Definitely different, yeah. That's, <laughs> That's why good. we love you. <laughs> uh, before... This, when you when you talked with him in Miami, you said Josh Allen for MVP and then Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, I believe. Yeah. yeah. How are you and feeling they, about they, those picks right now? Both aren't playing as well as I thought they would, mm. especially I thought the momentum carrying into last season would just, you know, carry over, but it, it hasn't it hasn't gone that way. I think what Chiefs are what, eight and four now? Something uh, like that. I'm not, I'm not sure what their record is. They're they're, they're coming back they're according coming to back. everyone. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, they're coming back, but look who 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 they just beat. Uh, in week 10, they beat, um, I don't know why. I'm is that on really this. a game to be able to get? Right. They beat the Raiders, matter of fact. That's right. They is beat that, the Raiders is, on is Sunday Night Football. Is that a game to really right. gauge and say, oh, they're back? Yeah, yeah. And then Daniel Jones and the Giants. And that, yeah, you got to look at strength yeah. of schedule. And yeah, I so, agree. And I'm not sure how the Bills are doing this year, but I, I think the timing of everything, but the quarterbacks that they have at the helm, I think they're going to be okay. They're going to always have a chance when you have top tier quarterbacks like a Josh Allen. And Patrick Mahomes and in Brady. Yeah, then we gotta ask you about your Bengals to finish up. They've obviously been We're the team. We're winning the AFC North. Yeah. <laughs> We're winning the AFC North. Steelers suck. Ravens are okay. But we Ravens are okay. Browns, eh. Have you been surprised by how good Joe Burrow's played? Sure. How well the, the no. defense has played? You know what? What surprised me is how well the defense is playing. Yeah. Mm. I already knew what Joe Burrow was gonna do because he did it in college. And normally a drop off from college, you don't decline. Yeah. You get better as you go. And um, the defense, dude, they're playing really well. Yeah. So that's the surprise. Is Burrow the real deal? Oh, he's a real deal. Yeah. Anyone that smokes a cigar in the locker room after winning the <laughs> national championship <laughs> is the real deal. Love it. That's how you know. <laughs> All right, Chad, thank you so much. We're so happy you could make it. Wait, we appreciate really? you. We got to go play FIFA. We're going to go play some FIFA. Oh, man. <laughs> we love that you love it, though. <laughs> appreciate you. What else? Is anything else on your mind that you want to get off your chest? On I, you. love, I love you guys. Oh, yeah. man. We love That's, you too, We love Jack. you too, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks so much.